Welcome to the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. Here, you will raise your awareness to what is, and most importantly, what isn't working for you in all areas of your life to identify your unique abilities and superpowers to take purposeful action. We all get stuck. And now you can unstuck yourself with me every week. Now let's get unstuck, peeps. Well, hello there, peeps. Welcome back. We are continuing with our top three episodes of the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast series as a thank you leading up to our podiversary for our first year. Now, this second episode was highly ran up and for good reasons. It was a two-part series of the shame, doubt, and fear. Oh my. And this was a topic about money. Money, 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 money. I thoroughly enjoy listening back to this episode. Again, dropping gems left and right. But y'all can be the judge. And I wanted to shout out Cedra. She was my former coach. Hey, Cedra. It was such a joy to hear this back because she reminded me and gave me this affirmation of I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. And this led into a great conversation and brought about something that I wasn't expecting. So you all will enjoy that um, uncovering or re-remembering what that led to. And it also jogged my memory for me to that back into my day-to-day and hopefully into yours. Thank you, Cedra. Miss you. We have to schedule a date to connect again. In this episode of Running It Back for the Money Topic Part 1, this was from episode 11, How Fitting. My birthday's 11-11. I love it. It was a two-part. So if you feel the need to hear it and then you like it and you enjoy it, go ahead and listen to part two where I have a guest on. In this episode for the 11th episode that we're running back, we go through my money story as Little Crystal. I share topics of my first job and also the first credit card journey. I got to hear back how much I have grown. And that was bizarre. And it was very um, encouraging. And it got me really excited to know that I'm not where I was when I recorded that episode. I now bring in more money. I have steady income and my coaching business is growing. My skills are growing. My network is growing. My mindset, my opportunities. And that was really exciting to hear and reassuring and affirming. I'm hoping you all also enjoyed listening back to these episodes and feeling yourself shift and recognizing, hey, I remember listening to this episode and I felt some type of way. Y'all know here in Crystal Town, on the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast, we encourage you to feel your feelings. You have every right to feel them. Allow them to come up. And if you need to cry, if you need to bathe, if you need to talk to someone, do that. This is your permission go do it. So to know that I'm not where I was and also to humbly recognize I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still thankful that I'm able to register the growth. I'm able to accept the growth and find joy in that. So again, y'all, thank y'all for celebrating the pod anniversary with me. 
This is my first one. I hope you enjoy listening back to the entire episode that I feel has been so educational, but also freeing for so many based on your responses to me. And we have one more run it back episode to lead up until December the 1st, which would be the actual one year of the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. So if you are new here, if this is the first time you're listening, I thank you. Welcome. We appreciate you being here and feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Crystal Clear Purposes and email crystal at crystal clear purposes. Share this with a friend. Don't forget we're in this together. Enjoy peeps. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Hey, hey, peeps, it's your favorite mindset coach working with peeps moving out of a place of feeling stuck and overwhelmed by identifying mindset blocks in order to shift their energy into a more creative and solution-based outcome so that they can experience peace and fulfillment in their everyday lives. As life keeps life in, crystal triple A's make you aware of what is and isn't working to uncover your ability to create clarity to take action. So... In this series titled Shame, Doubt, and Fear, oh my, we will take some topics that the Crystal Town peeps, that's you all who are listening, have graciously offered me through Instagram, text messaging. Y'all's perspective has me excited to share because collaborating is a love language for me. Like seriously, it's like the little kid playing on the playground and nobody wants to play with them. <laughs> oh, I laugh out of discomfort. Mm. So, no, really, uh, I love dodgeball and kickball, but I hate being picked last. But since I was a girl and boys were jackasses, when we would play basketball, they would think to choose me last, but I played Better than they expected. Shout out to my dad and my mom. All right. So in this series titled Shame, Doubt, and Fear, oh my, like I mentioned, we're going to stick with some topics that you all have shared that I have been thinking about sharing and got me excited because you're excited because you want to hear more about it. So we're going to keep this collaboration going. And where was I? Oh, and it makes me feel connected to y'all and less like I'm just thugging this thing out by myself. So that's dope. That's not where I thrive. So thank you for helping me in this journey. I do really, really appreciate it. So let's break down this topic and maybe just, just maybe after we have completed this series, a few of my loyal listeners will be loyal (laughs) and do me a solid and send me your takeaways your suggestions or ideas of how I can elaborate what I'm sharing here today. Or maybe I shared enough and I don't need to elaborate. You let me know. Remember, who says member instead of remember? When I was a kid, I'd be like, remember when? Remember that girl's name? I still think that's a word for remember. It's just shorter, you know what I mean? So remember, collaboration is a love language for me. Money. Money, money, money. It's rather fitting that I chose this topic to discuss on this day because I just received my first monthly subscriber for the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. Woo woo! Toot toot! Yay! <laughs> I'm 
so happy. I love podcasting. I didn't know I would love it so much. But the fact that someone cared enough to click the hyperlink, I, I believe is on every description of each episode at the bottom where it says support this podcast. And you can sign up to support this podcast with just as little as 99 cents, I think, a month, up to $9.99 a month. And I am accepting this because in me working with my coach, coaches, I have multiple coaches, especially with me going through the coaching certification program. But one coach in particular, I was expressing to her that I want an influx of money and No longer am I playing the card of, oh, I just want a little tiny bit of money. I want whatever money people want to give me for understanding the value that I'm bringing just by my energy. That doesn't just come, it doesn't come just easily to me. Some people might think it does. I harness this. I protect this. I create more of this. So I'm thankful that my coach, Ask the question, do you have affirmations where you say them about money often? And I do have them, but I don't say them often. Remember y'all, I'm not perfect. And she gave me this quote. It says, I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. And when she shared it, I was like, ooh, I like that. I'm gonna write that. And then as soon as I caught myself, I had just told my sister-in-law I wanted to change my phone screen, like the home screen, lock screen, whatever. And immediately, since I'm pretty dope at Canva, I just created a quick phone screen that says that. So every time I unlock my phone and that is there, I'll say it to myself. I'll say it out loud. If I'm just walking around the house, don't even open up my phone. But I just remember it's on the phone screen. I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. This was an unexpected sources. <laughs> source. <laughs> even though I set this option to ask for help, to ask for support, to ask for donations, whatever you want to call it, it's the energy. I give it out. You give it back. If you have it, if you don't have it, that's cool. Share the podcast. No, no judgment, no ill will. Like I really enjoy doing this to those who find value in it, to those who can give it because they're receiving something from it. Go ahead and give it and add to the list because I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. This is just one. So I just wanted to say that I wanted to toot toot, celebrate myself and us all together being able to do this, especially because money has had me feeling very doubtful, shameful, fearful just in the last couple of years where I have entered a place that I've never injured before. I've never experienced this before. So that's why it's going to be a series because we, we can't have an eight hour podcast. No, no, no. I'm not going, I'm not going to talk about money for eight hours, (laughs) but I want to start from the beginning and I'm going to piece this into about three parts. The first one, I'll start with my money story as little crystal. And then we'll hit when I got my first job. And then I wanted to walk over to when I got my first credit card. So we'll see how long this takes. (laughs) All right. Little Crystal. I grew up receiving allowance. 
for household chores, me and my sisters. And it would be us washing the dishes, washing the clothes when we got old enough and not dyeing the clothes. Like we would fold them first. And then as we got older, you know what? I used to hate folding everybody's clothes, especially my dad's clothes, because it's nothing but all girls and then my dad. <laughs> and it could be vice versa for the the young gentlemen with their mom and maybe sisters. It's just like, hey, I don't want to touch this. <laughs> but me and my sisters would vacuum. Um, my mom would actually do like a deep mop and clean. We would like sweep. Um, I'm trying to think we took out the trash, real basic stuff. And I do appreciate us having to do that because it taught me how to do that. Like how many people didn't have chores and then you start adulting and you're like, wait, how do I work this washing machine? And those are the things that adults or parents may not recognize in doing so much for your kids. How much are you really not doing for them. So that's, that's just a thought there. Um, I know people who didn't have to do the laundry and didn't even think about it because as a kid, you're like, that's an adult thing. That makes sense. Like, because you're not told or shown how to do it. We got paid maybe $5 a week. It was very small. And I I really don't even know what we used to, to spend it on. I want to say like candy. Yeah. Something very small. And I do remember me and my sisters, we would get money for our birthdays, for Christmas, especially when we got older and when our grandparents were like, ah, we don't know what you like. But my grandfather was a beast at buying us dope ass clothes. Like me and my sisters were so excited to open up the boxes of clothes from their grandparents. Well, my grandfather, let me, let me correct that. (laughs) And how many people can say that? Like my grandfather has so much swag, so much. My dad does too. My mom is decent. I ain't gonna lie. Like me and my sisters help her out. But it's hilarious because I remember really, really enjoying getting the clothes from my grandfather. And I I can't remember my great, great grandmother was decent at that. But anywho, receiving money would be for something in return. Oh, you're born on this day. You get money. A holiday. You get money. And the chores, you get money. So I didn't, I didn't think anything of it until maybe I would say it would have to be my first job. 16 year old Crystal, she's no longer, she's still like cleaning up. I'm still doing the dishes. Me and my sister still like vacuuming, maybe mopping, probably mopping at this time. Cooking dinner, I was probably the one that was more comfortable in the kitchen and would cook. I wouldn't say that my sisters didn't know how to cook. I feel like they knew how to cook, but they didn't really... I was really excited to cook. I would ask my mom, can I help her cook? How many little people out there remember their parents telling them, get out the kitchen, it's going to take them longer if you help them? (laughs) Our helping is not helping at all, but you're like, look, two extra hands. Are you serious? You're going to turn down these two extra hands? You're lost. All right. But um, yeah, I love cooking. So when I had my first job, 16 years old, I was working at Marshall's. And that is when I started buying my own clothes, which was really fun because working at Marshall's and then things going clearance, they had a layaway section. I would unbox the trucks. So then you got to have first dibs at the new... <laughs> Remember Parasuko pants? Avarex's 
was it Averax coats? I don't even know. We had so many dope clothes back then that just kind of blew my mind. I didn't even know what Parasuco jeans were until Nelly, the rapper. <laughs> but anywho, working at that first job at Marshall's, I remember paying for my car insurance, gas. Uh, at this time, the car was really old, so it was already paid for. So there wasn't a car note. It was a 1985 Volvo. Super boxy. Yeah. <laughs> and so this was in 1999, 2000, maybe. Anything I needed, like a cell phone, maybe like a girl's small trip. I didn't go anywhere when I was 16. Let's let's be honest. I was still at school, like prom and stuff like that, like a dress or something like that. So I paid for that. And getting paid every week, oh my goodness, who remembers those days? It was awesome. <laughs> at that time, the philosophy that was shared with me was save your money. My mom was a huge advocate for saving money. For a rainy day, emergencies, save your money. Um, What does that mean? How much should I save? Just save it. Crystal, even you have like $10, put $10 to the side and save it. Okay. Crystal did that. And then guess what Crystal did? Look at this money sitting over here by itself. It's lonely. And I want to buy those clothes. Nothing has happened. Come here, money. You don't have to be alone. Spent. Gone. Start all over again. How much should I save? All right. Let's do this again. Money in, money out. That first job in my brain was just to cover whatever I wanted. It was not intended to, it wasn't there to create a strong financial foundation. Matter of fact, I didn't even know what that meant. So me being shared the <laughs> the good old reminder of save your money for emergencies did nothing for me. But tell me I should, and I don't recall asking how. Getting paid every week, money coming in, money going out, paying my cell phone, buying clothes, gas, and maybe I worked a little less than I did the week before. So now my paycheck is a little smaller and my cell phone's due. Oh snap. I don't have enough to cover my cell phone. This is a fond memory and I will be honest and say maybe my perception is off. So I'll, I'll give you that room like this is what, 20 years ago or so? A little over 20 years. I recall asking my mom, because my mom is always saving money. So if I need help, why not go to the person who is able to help? Ask her, I need money. I need help to pay my cell phone bill. I have no idea how much my cell phone bill was back then. It was not close to what it is now. And in that vulnerable state of asking for help, at a time where asking for help was not my norm, nor did I feel comfortable just asking for help. I was very independent. Like I said, we worked at home with chores. And then when I got my job, I paid for everything that I could pay for. I think my car insurance was like crazy high. And I think my parents helped me pay for that. Like, cause I was 16 years old, but I remember my mom asking, why do you need this money? Why don't you have it? Why, why, why? And I just remember just being asked 
over and over again. And it did not feel good. And I felt shame. I felt judged. I felt like, I don't want to ask you for help. I don't want to be here anyways. And yet we're here. Are you going to help me or not? Like just frustrated. And I don't know if I've ever told my mom this or not. I love my mom. I know she meant well. And obviously she was right. But this is something that was incredibly new and confusing at the same time. When there is not a bigger picture, when there is not a end goal, when there is not a structure for Crystal, she gets stuck. And that stuckness for me was money in, money out, money in, money out, money in, money out, money in, money out. Like there was no way to get off that train. And full transparency, I was still on that train, I would say a good year ago. Yeah. Mic drop. I want you to breathe. If you're relating to this, I want you to recognize that if you're feeling some kind of way, maybe you're feeling tingling, maybe you are talking back to me right now, maybe you're just silent and just questioning. Tell yourself right now, this is a new moment. I don't have to be stuck. I can ask for what I need. I can receive what I ask for. You can choose to do something different if you wish. This is me choosing to do something different by talking about it, by sharing my story of complete honesty. I didn't know what the F I was doing, period. No judgment, no explanation. I did not know. After asking my mom for help a couple of times, I realized I did not like the feeling of answering the questions. Now I can go back and say the reasoning was doubt. It was shame. It was fear of why am I here? Why am I asking for help? What's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? And God bless my mom. She tried her best by telling us and I love her for that. Everybody has their own path. I want to pause before I go to the next segment of when I got my first credit card and just sit with you for a second. When you think about money, what comes up for you? What is money to you? What kind of energy did you shift into? Was it more defensive? Were you frustrated? Did you get excited? Did you think about how much you have and how much you have grown and created out of things that you didn't think you could? Do you feel like you deserve more? Do you feel like you have no idea why you have what you have? Whatever questions, whatever thoughts, whatever you're feeling at the moment, it is completely normal. You and I have lived two different lives, so your experience will differ from mine. That is a fact. And the purpose of us sharing this moment together is hopefully to just make others aware. You know the triple A's, awareness, ability, and action. So if you are becoming more and more aware of how you perceive money to be, you can then decide, ooh, is this catabolic energy or is this anabolic energy? Catabolic is more destructive, more anger, not producing solutions. Or is it more anabolic, which is more constructive, building, solution-based, 
There is no good or bad. We just want to be aware. That's it. And we get to decide what we are able to do. What are our abilities in this moment? To just be aware of that's your ability. Cool. You did it. That was your action. You became aware. You noted to yourself like, ooh, kind of pissed off. Got it. Noted it. Let me go do something that builds up my anabolic energy. Let me go ride my bike if you're crystal. Let me go laugh with a dope friend. Let me talk to someone that I trust and tell them what came up after listening to this part on the episode. That works, you know? This took me a very long time to get to this moment. And as I'm sitting in the moment, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I got here. I'm so happy I got here. I didn't think I would get here. That part is going to come up on the next episode of what I'm feeling right now. Let's go into the first time I got my credit card. Y'all don't be mad at me. Otherwise, we'll be here for hours. <laughs> All right, so getting your first credit card. Who remembers getting their first credit card? Why did you get your first credit card? You need to build your credit. You need to know how to use a credit card. You don't got no money. Get a credit card. Voila, money. whatever your reasonings are my first credit card was to build credit and I remember the first thing I bought well one of the first things I bought I don't remember the second thing I went to food line grocery store here in Virginia and bought a pack of gum and thought I was killing the mother effing game I was like got a credit card I think I got like a candy bar and something with it. And I was like, oh, I got to pay this off. And then it all went different. That credit card I had for so long and I wasn't spending or using the credit card like a debit card. For those who might not know what I'm speaking of, some people use credit cards for points. So they'll use their credit card like a debit card. Let's say they're getting paid $1,000 a week and they will have that number in their head where they'll have their cell phone bill come out of it, their Netflix cable, they'll buy gas, groceries, utilities. I I don't know if you can use a credit card with utilities, but things like that they would put on the credit card and then they could either decide at the end of the month because they're saving their paycheck they'll just pay off the credit card at the end of the month. So now they're getting percentages off or money back from their credit card or maybe they're getting flight miles, whatever, the air miles. So they're getting rewards for using the credit card, but they're being strategic about it. Y'all think Crystal at the age of like, what, 17, 18, being strategic about some damn air miles? No. (laughs) So it went from buying gum to shoes, clothes. This is way more than what my check will be. I'll just, you know, use two checks to pay it. And then shit just went out. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of debt, but this was continuous where there wasn't anything that made me aware of like, hey, do you see what you're doing right now? Like a credit card is not really designed for you to just spend way more than you can pay down. Some people might use it that way. I found it to not be helpful for me. I kept that credit card open for, I think, 13 years. Where because I started becoming aware of, whew, my balance is getting a little bit high. And then I would 
pay it down, and then it will creep back up. And you might be asking, what is that creep? What is that creep, Crystal? What is that? Like, how do we stop that? The answer is, you have to decide how you stop that. That doesn't come from me. That doesn't come from a parent. That doesn't come from a financial advisor, which I am not sharing my story. It comes from you and you being aware of what you value. Do you value the feeling you get by using the credit card to purchase these things that you may not be able to afford? Do you value the ability to go into these stores and just blow off some steam? Do you value opening up that credit card bill and paying that shit like completely off where you're down to zero? What is it that you value? That comes from you. I'm betting there are things that are being flagged. There are things that are kind of jumping out and catching your attention. And it is my hope that if there is something there, that maybe you go back and just pause wherever that part is and just start sitting and writing out what's coming up. What were you told as a little peep? <laughs> little Crystal was told money doesn't grow on trees. I'm not made of money. Ain't nobody rich. And I can't say for sure if those sayings had me thinking that I was supposed to have a credit card because I couldn't afford it. I don't know. I can't say for sure that's where it came from. But I will say Virginia Credit Union had a seminar and we talked about money. And I remember the woman sharing a question of when was your first relationship with money. Do you recall that? And so many people shared their their stories. And my story came up when my mom told me I need to save my money. And basically the facilitator for the seminar shared, we don't know what we don't know. And when people share, just do this. It's like, okay, how do I do that? How do I save? What am I saving for? What is deemed as an emergency? And yes, there are courses, there are books, there are people who are highly more skilled than I am to break down that structural being of what equates as an emergency. What I'm sharing is seeing all of that. My husband has been studying that for years, especially when I mentioned I wanted to leave my job. It was like go time. And I left my corporate career, May, 2019. I've heard it over and over and over again. It didn't hit me until I realized retirement homes and what they look like. Private pay would be people who are, they saved up for their 401k, their retirement, to be able to take care of themselves when they retired for 20, 30, 40 years, depending on when you retire and how long you live. Like the huge, massive differences of private pay assisted living versus Medicaid, Medicare, fucking huge. And it literally just hit me. Of I don't I don't want to question where I'm going to spend those days if I'm blessed to be here for that time. I don't want to question if people are gonna actually take care of me or not. Like, what is the point of working so mother effing hard right now to do it ten times worse in a facility that is providing you way less than what you actually need? Like security of you're in a nice place. Like that is major. So to work all of these years to be like F the system. And the reason why I'm saying that I had a manager at Marshall's 
who I did not trust, nor did I like. And he told me, you should really put some money aside for your retirement. Because I was younger, because I was didn't know what he was saying, and I felt shame in some kind of way because he was telling me something that I didn't know. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm not listening to you. Y'all, that is one of my biggest regrets because I stayed at Marshall's for about five years or so. That would have been easy money I had saved up where I could have transferred that to my other job. Like I've been doing since I've been saving. But I didn't start saving for my retirement until I became an x-ray tech. I have worked at Marshall's, JCPenney's catalog call center, Bank of America. I worked so many places where that little bit of money been growing 20 years. That's what this is. You're building for your future. But we can only start here. We can only start now. Those 20 years are gone for me. Done. How much time do you have? And are you willing to stay stuck on money in, money out, money in, money out, money in, money out? How does that feel right now? And how long have you been doing it? What are you waiting for? For me, I'm no longer waiting. That is why I'm going so hard for my coaching business, my podcast, my family, my sanity, my peace. It's not worth it. Money in, money out is no longer serving me. It did what it needed to do, but it's done. It's finished. And I'm not perfect. But in me sharing my story, it is my way of telling myself, no longer do I have to, one, feel shame, Two, have doubt. And three, fear. Because it's out in the open now. And whenever things come to light, ah, almost like it just burns, it catches fire and just illuminates the possibilities. And that's what this moment is for me. And I hope you all receive that as well, that you don't have to keep repeating what you're doing. You don't. I'm just a woman who got stuck in my money thoughts that I didn't realize were holding me back. And I'm hoping it'll inspire you to pause, become aware, recognize your abilities, and take action. Congratulations, peeps. You have already begun to take action by reading our 11th episode titled Money, Shame, Doubt, and Fear. Oh my. And you listen all the way to the end. That might have been a huge challenge for many of you listening. So kudos to you. Like seriously, you are wanting to make a change and change isn't easy, but you are more than capable. I trust and believe that. So next week, I'll continue this conversation by sharing my money, shame, doubts, and fears. When I left my corporate career, I started my first business ever. I struggled to have hard conversations with myself and my husband. So be sure you have your notifications on to be alerted for next week's continuation of this money series. My new favorite affirmation was shared to me by my dope-ass coach, Cedra about a week ago, which was, I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. And no lie, a few days after me creating that Canvas homepage, repeating it over and over, thinking about it, 
I attracted my first monthly supporter of the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. Y'all, when I say I am open, I am mother effing open. No limits in this brain or soul of mine, for real. So feel free to click any of the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons episodes. Scroll to the bottom and you'll see a link that says support this podcast. I'm ready to receive my second supporter, third supporter, 25th supporter all at once. You heard me. I'm not limiting myself. 24 of y'all could support and subscribe right now. I'm down for it. Oh, if you are a Spotify listener, then scroll to the top of this episode and rate this podcast. You'll see a sign with a star. They just added this quick and easy feature for you to choose your stars to rate this podcast with just one simple click. So go ahead and do it. It's like, boop. Okay, so here are today's unstuck questions and gems that were dropped. Number one, this is for the parents doing everything for their kids. Just think, in doing so much for my kids as they grow up, how much am I not doing for them when it's time for them to raise themselves? Number two, when you hear the word money, what thoughts come up for you? Whatever your reaction is, know that it is completely normal. We have lived different lives, so we all may have different perspectives of the word money and its energy it gives or doesn't give us. Number three, do you value the feeling you get when using a credit card to buy things you cannot afford? Number four, do you value opening up that credit card bill and paying that shit off? Like completely off. Number five, why work so damn hard now for 20, 30, 40, 50 years to only end up struggling to take care of yourself when you will need the most support and money after retirement? Number six, Building for your future starts now. Number seven, how much time do you have? Are you willing to stay stuck on money in, money out? Number eight, whenever things come to light, it just catches fire. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, rate, leave a review of this podcast to boost and highlight the work we are putting in together to raise the energy of others, build a safe space to grow and honor our own voices and stories through it all. Sending you love and light through this mic as you write your unstuck questions and gems to turn your actions into wins. Until then, stay unstuck, peeps.